Hey y'all, welcome back as we continue on through Exodus with chapter 28. And in chapter 28, the preparation of the priests to approach God on the behalf of the nation of Israel is addressed and how to sanctify them and how to properly cleanse them before they go before the Lord on behalf of the entire nation. In verse 1, call for your brother Aaron and his sons Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithmar. Set them apart from the rest of the people of Israel so they may minister to me and be my priests. Make sacred garments for Aaron that are glorious and beautiful. Instruct all the skilled craftsmen whom I have filled with the spirit of wisdom. Have them make garments for Aaron that will distinguish him as a priest set apart for my service. These are the garments they are to make, a chess piece, an ephod, a rope, a patterned tunic, a turban, and a sash. They are to make these sacred garments for your brother Aaron and his sons to wear them when they serve me as priests. So give them fine linen cloth, gold thread, and blue, purple, and scarlet thread. So the design and basis of their um, clothing is very similar to the materials that were used in the tabernacle in both the color and the types of materials used. And it, it reflects the holiness in the place that they're about to minister and the reverence. And the priests are going to be, their job is to represent others before God and they enter God's presence on their behalf. In verse 6. The craftsmen must make the ephod of finely woven linen and skillfully embroidered it with gold and blue, purple and scarlet thread. It will consist of two pieces, front and back, joined at the shoulders with two shoulder pieces. The decorative sash will be made of the same materials, finely woven linen embroidered with gold and with blue, purple and scarlet thread. And the ephod is a piece that's worn over the priest's robe. In verse 9, Take two onyx stones and engraved on them the names of the tribes of Israel. Six names will be on each stone, arranged in the order of the births of the original sons of Israel. Engrave these names on the two stones in the same way a jeweler engraves a seal. Then mount the stones in settings of gold filigree. Fasten the two stones on the shoulder pieces of the ephod, as a reminder that Aaron represents the people of Israel. Aaron will carry these names on his shoulders as a constant reminder whenever he goes before the Lord. Make the settings of gold filigree, then braid two cords of pure gold and attach them to the filigree settings on the shoulders of the ephod. So he is going to wear the weight of the entire nation of Israel on his shoulders, and he's going to wear that that entire nation before God. Every time he enters God, he'll have the names of every one of the 12 tribes of Israel on his shoulders, and he's bearing that weight for those people as he enters the throne of God. In verse 15, then with great skill and care, make a chess piece to be worn for seeking a decision from God. Make it to match the ephod using finely woven linen embroidered with gold, blue, purple, and scarlet thread. Make the chest piece of a single piece of cloth folded to form a pouch nine inches square. Mount four rows of gemstones on it. The first row will contain a red car- carnelian, a pale green peridot, and an emerald. 
The second row will contain a turquoise, a blue lapis lazula, and a white moonstone. The third row will contain an orange jacinth and a gut and a purple amethyst. The fourth row will contain a blue-green barrel, an onyx, and a green jasper. All of these stones will be set in gold filigree. Each stone will represent one of the twelve sons of Israel, and the name of that tribe will be engraved on it like a seal. So this is a chess piece that is going to be worn on the ephod on the ephod and it'll be worn at his chest and he's not only going to carry the weight of the nation on his shoulders he's going to carry the nations close to his heart and he will go to god for the people and he'll keep his the people on his heart as he enters god's presence and hears from god and makes decisions for the nation and for the people and now we have god's spirit the holy spirit with us at all the times to lead and guide us in verse 22, to attach the chest piece to the ephod, make braided cords of pure gold thread. Then make two gold rings and attach them to the top corners of the chest piece. Tie the two gold cords and the two rings on the chest piece. Tie the other ends of the cords to the gold settings on the shoulder pieces of the ephod. Then make two more gold rings and attach them to the inside edges of the chest piece next to the ephod. And make two more gold rings and attach them to the front of the ephod, below the shoulder pieces, just above the knot where the decorative sash is fastened to the ephod. Then attach the bottom rings of the chest piece to the rings on the ephod with blue cord. This will hold the chest piece securely to the ephod above the decorative sash. In this way, Aaron will carry the names of the tribes of Israel on the sacred chest piece over his heart when he goes into the holy place. This will be a continual reminder that he represents the people when he comes before the Lord. Insert the Urim and, and Thummim in the sacred chest piece so that they will be carried over Aaron's heart when he goes into the Lord's presence. In this way, Aaron will always carry over his heart the objects used to determine the Lord's will for his people whenever he goes in before the Lord. So Aaron's going to bear the judgment that Israel deserves. He's going to be coming before the Lord, representing Israel and seeking direction and guidance and, and instruction from God on behalf of the people. In verse 31, make the robe that is worn with the ephod from a single piece of blue cloth with an opening for Aaron's head in the middle of it. Reinforce the opening with a woven collar so that it will not tear. Make pomegranates out of blue, purple, and scarlet yarn, and attach them to the hem of the robe, with gold bells between them. The gold bells and the pomegranates are to alternate all around the hem. Aaron will wear this robe whenever he ministers before the Lord, and the bells will tinkle as he goes in and out of the Lord's presence in the holy place. If he wears it, he, if he, wears it, he will not die. So this clothing is also offering protection for Aaron as he goes and approaches God on behalf of the nation. And pomegranates in the Bible are a symbol of abundance and um, beauty. In 36, next make a medallion of pure gold and engrave it like a seal with the words, Holy to the Lord. Attach the medallion with a blue cord on the front of Aaron's turban where it must remain. Aaron must wear it on his forehead so that he may take on himself any guilt of the people of Israel when they consecrate their sacred offerings. He must always wear it on his forehead so that the Lord will accept the people. Weave Aaron's patterned tunic from fine linen clothing. Fashion the turban from this linen as well. Also make a sash and decorate it with a colorful embroidery. 
For Aaron's sons, make tunics, sashes, and special head coverings that are glorious and beautiful. Clothe your brother Aaron and his sons with these garments, and then anoint and ordain them. Consecrate them so that they can serve as my priests. Also make linen undergarments for them to be worn next to their bodies, reaching from their hips to their thighs. These must be worn whenever Aaron and his sons enter the tabernacle or approach the altar in the holy place to perform their priestly duties. Then they will not incur guilt and die. This is a permanent law for Aaron and all his descendants after him. So Aaron is set apart and he is sacred and he's set apart for the Lord and he is to represent the people and there's no footwear mentioned in that. I think that's interesting because when Moses w- went to approach the burning bush, God instructed Moses to take off his shoes as he was standing on, on, on holy ground and no footwear is mentioned. And it's likely, I think, because they were walking on holy ground before the Lord. So like Moses, when he approached the burning bush, they were probably barefoot. Um, and these clothes that, that are being designed for the priests, they're not only beautiful and intricate and represent the holiness of the tabernacle, but they offer protection and they offer the symbol of, of the priest carrying the weight of that nation and carrying that nation in their heart as they approach God for their forgiveness and, and sanctification and instruction. And the next chapter will go into how the priests have to be dedicated before they're allowed to serve to make sure that they're cleansed and pure and sanctified before they approach the altar of God. So that is where we will end today. I hope you all are having a wonderful day.